Spotlight. We're live with Ms. Rashida Liberty from Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority, international president. We're here. I got us the, uh, the liberty of listening to you speak earlier, and you were talking about faith. You were talking about giving and just so much different things in between. But before we even get into that, give us a little bit of a history or, I guess, the mission of Sigma Gamma Rho. Oh, that's very easy. Our aim really is to change the lives of women and make sure that they are empowered. But at the same time, we focus on youth. Our motto is greater service, greater progress. We were founded 100 years ago by seven educators in Indianapolis, Indiana, and we have grown to be 100,000 women strong globally. That's that, that's an amazing mission. Mm -hmm. And I know recently, you know, you spoke about it today, about the milestone, given milestone. You guys mm -hmm. donated, you know, pledged and donated $1 million and you were already able to do that ahead of time. Yes. So the fact that you committed to something, you're able to do it ahead of time, which mm -hmm. even speaks for itself. What does that moment meant for you when you realize that you guys have already reached that milestone? It just shows me that sometimes you limit yourself mm. and, and you put different deadlines and achievements and milestones that you believe in your mind. But when you have the power of vision behind it and you get people to participate and adopt the vision, you can move a lot faster. And so that definitely was that manifested through that process, introducing the concept, putting a timeline on the concept, but then not realizing the power of how that vision took off. And the sorority have already had a history of philanthropy even before your term, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So strengthening and reassuring that commitment even for the newer pledge to come? So I believe this is kind of that foundation at this point in time, yeah. we say a million dollars. I would hope as we close the next administration to be $10 million here. Yeah. Um, sometimes you have to set that journey in motion and here we are today doing that. Today, you know, during, while you were speaking today, you mentioned, you know, we know there's giving, there's the option of, you know, the doctors being super skilled, but there's mm -hmm. also prayer and faith. And when mm -hmm. one of your sorority members were up there, I was sharing her stories. I think there wasn't one dry eye in that room. And I yeah. saw the tissue on the table and I'm like, why do we have tissue? And after <laughs> hearing the story, I'm like trying to hide inside <laughs> and do it. But you know, but you came up and you reassured prayer and you reassured mm -hmm. healing. So, you know, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I believe that um, sometimes illness People look at it as something that's a curse or is damaging. A lot of times I believe that why we're allowed to see illness is a, it's a testament to the people around usually the person that is impacted. And so um, I believe that faith, having faith or encouraging your faith is to say, do I really believe? Do I believe that this person can be healed or what is the lesson to be learned? And so that's kind of how I've always lived my life. Um, seeing in that moment, as I was walking to the stage, it was like, I kept getting this whisper of suddenly, suddenly, suddenly. And I was oh. like, why suddenly? Like, why is it suddenly? Um, and now I do understand, you know, once we actually had a private moment with the family and was able to catch up, um, uh, we just wanted to encourage her to lean on her faith. And I noticed that the patient himself, he was, he was steadfast, yeah. but mom was yeah. So it's her faith is being increased. He already has it. He's already covered. So that's kind of how I look at it. And I think there wasn't a dry eye in the room, but mom was the one that was needed the encouragement of her faith. 
Wow. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you yes. stopping by and speaking with us today. And then I guess just one last thing, you know, for again, speaking about giving, speaking about philanthropy, yes. what message, if you just look into the camera, what message would you have for anyone that is just thinking about giving and then still on the sideline and just need to join in this movement? Because you mentioned mm -hmm. as well, you know, don't let it just be about a run race or something mm -hmm. that you just do one time, but just make mm -hmm. it something that's more of a lifestyle. Yeah, I would really say um, back in March of 2013, I was able to meet a St. Jude patient. And at that time, I wanted our sorority to give to that particular patient, that patient family in St. Jude. Little did I know four months down the road that I would be in a cancer fight with my own husband. And so I believe that in everything, I didn't know I was sewing for what I may need in the future. And so what I would give to people that were thinking about giving, I would say a closed hand can never receive. So just start today, even if it's small, $1, $1 a month, just be a giver so that one day you may be sewing for something much bigger that you need to draw on. Love that. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank, Thank you. you.